junkies. Welcome. Welcome. Say welcome, Mum. Welcome. <laughs> we are the popcorn junkies. Uh, we are, your hair looks quite popcorny. Popcorny. You look like a kernel of popcorn. That's enough popcorn chat. Um, <laughs> so we're here to review the British psychological horror, supernatural horror, psychological horror. It is a psychological religious. horror. Yes, spiritual religious horror, Saint Maud. Um, Saint oh. Maud. Yeah, that was good actually. Mm. That's kind of appropriate. Mm. Uh, it's written and directed by Rose Glass in her feature directorial debut. Ooh. So she's made shorts, but she hasn't yeah, made Yeah, that's right, she's made before. three, two before. Um, it stars Morphid Clark, who we recently saw in a film we all really enjoyed, I think, David, David Copperfield, Copperfield, didn't we? Yes. And it also stars Jennifer Ely, who um, we know familiarly, because of course she was in Pride and Prejudice on the BBC. Mm. She's been in so many things, but of course she was in Steven Soderbergh's Contagion, which is kind of appropriate, given that we're in... A contagion. <laughs> a contagion. Yeah. She's um, a reliable actress. She's a very reliable actress. This is about Maud, played by Mor <laughs> Morphid Clark, who is a hospice carer. Now, she essentially looks after end of life, end of life care, palliative end of life care, care palliative care. care for people who are yeah at the end of their life suffering from cancer and things like that. It's an intriguing and simple premise, really, isn't it? Mm. Insofar as it starts with, as any good horror film does, with a scene of extraordinary blood gore psychological violence, oh, yes. three shots, there's a the bug crawling across the wall, oh, yeah, yeah. her lying on the floor, and a body on a gurney, yes, on a bed. Right. Uh, and blood all over, blood all over the place, like, like the body's been savaged. That's a quick shot though, isn't it? It's a quick shot, but it, it's, it's a, a very good opening. Yes, yeah. it was a very good opening, it was a very, very sinister. Hooked you in. Yeah, it did, did hook you in. And then the film calms down, and then we see Morford Clark essentially become the carer for Jennifer Ely's character, who is a sort of past, obviously, her twilight dancer. Dance, dancer, yes. yeah. Um, that whole bit gave me um, Suspiria vibes. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. And so it's set within a sort of non-specific seaside resort. Which could be Margate, could be Southend. I, yeah. I was getting Margate vibes. I was too. I was yeah. also getting sort of Southend vibes. Yep. Um, I liked that. I mean, it's kind of an obvious pick, neon lights, the idea that is this hell on earth. They're always weird places, seaside places. Yeah. Especially in the winter. Whitley Bay. We used to live in Whitley Bay, didn't we? Yeah, and also, yeah, when I was younger, I lived with my nan for a bit. Um, There's something deeply seedy and deeply, deeply, seedy. deeply sort of corrupt. And like, if any, if the devil was going to arrive anywhere, he was probably going to hitch up yeah. somewhere like Margate. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and I mean, there are areas traditionally of, of, of masses of drug dealing, <laughs> lots and, of drug dealing, um, lots of homelessness. All around the edges of England. That, that in itself doesn't equate to evil. Mm. Well, in a way, <laughs> what can I say? But um, there is no, but there is a sort of battered. There's a there's a battered charm, isn't yeah. there? There's a sort of aged yeah. kind of yeah. uh, imperial kind of grandeur that's faded, faded grandeur. So in a sense, the that's idea a nice that, that's exactly what Jennifer Ely's character is. She's a manifestation she is. of a former sort of sparkly and twinkly performative yeah. sort of coastal yeah. town, yeah. which is now sort of shabby and, and horrible. I like it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's called yeah. a metaphor, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, St. Maud comes into this and tell us about Morphe Clark's face, Maddie. You kept sort of saying her face. I is, love her face. It's a great face. It's, it, she's, I, I was telling Dad in the cinema, she gives me Bjork vibes, Bjork mm. um, vibes, because there's something quite like, weird and pixie-like pixie -like. Pixie -like to her face. And I also don't know if it's the actress's eyes, but in the film she had a brown eye and a green oh, eye. Yeah. Did she? Yeah, I loved yeah, different coloured eyes. David Bowie yeah, I think they're so cool. Yeah. But yeah, no, I loved her face. There's something I really like about her 
look and everything. Yeah, and her pupils fill her eye as well. They're, they're those sort of eyes that... Yeah, yeah the eyes are almost black, complete yeah. black sort yeah. of orbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly in some shots they are completely, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. I mean, and we had some scene setting. So she becomes the carer. There's a lovely line where she arrives at the house, walks in, and the sort of outgoing carer, she says, what's she like? She says, she's a total cunt. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, that was very I thought that funny, was quite yeah. neat. There was some, there was it punctured any sort of um, yeah, potential. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, also, the, I, I got these, the vibe of the film, like, you know, right from the start, even though nothing kind of scary was happening, mm. you've got the constant feeling that something bad's gonna happen, yeah. or like Absolutely. something bad could happen in the scene you're watching right now. Yeah. Because it's so darkly, it's really dark. So dark, yeah. And, and also, don't you feel that's partly because she's so good, because Maud herself, yeah, exactly. because she's so sort of tremulous, isn't she? She's yeah. sort of yeah, like, she's on the edge, you, you never feel like she wants it to be fine, but then she's got this look about yeah, her where you feel she could just go. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's interesting, because I decided quite early on, although we'd had this scene that obviously is always crucial in any horror film you've had a scene of extraordinary blood and violence at the beginning though you don't know what the context no. is so you don't for, for sure know that St Maud has killed anyone no. at mm. all um, I kind of dispatched with that quite quickly yeah, I, just, I, I just put that aside. Yeah. thought okay well that's some sort of errata in her strange faith-like mm. head yeah and so I put that to one side and then once I put that to one side I found her quite benign I found her quite sweet I thought yeah. the way she tried to kind of ingratiate I really liked Neely. her character yeah, yeah, yeah. I, thought she was, yeah. I thought she was a kind person mm. at that point yeah, she was. She at caring. that point. Yes. Yes. At that point. <laughs> Would you she say... She's a jealous little... She's a jealous... Okay, well, here's the sub... Is this really a film about lesbianism? A jealous lesbian. I was thinking, <laughs> my God, this is like the carved red line. Every Saturday night. <laughs> the carved red line being a club that my mum used to frequent in Islington. <laughs> Where everybody used to have fights all the time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, one could say that in a way because... Um... Because, you know, what we discover through a sort of slowly it's like a slowly unfurling sort of spring isn't it god you're on good form today i can't come verbose. <laughs> verbose. <laughs> here we go um like a slowly uncoiling whoa, spring whoa. um we begin to realize that really her faith her devout faith her religiosity her catholicism whatever you want to call it is under pressure. Yeah. It's under yeah, pressure. pressure. That's David Bowie, isn't no, it? it? Is, yeah. the under eyes. Oh my God, pressure. everything's interconnected. Oh all, my God, yeah. It's all linked. Do you yeah. know, David Bowie, fun fact, David Bowie's eyes are actually different colours. Yeah, it's I just the people that. on one eye. No, nah, really there you yeah. go. Yeah, it's from there an accident, go. wasn't it? Ah. When he was anyway. So anyway, yeah, so, so we have lots of imagery of her praying in front of sort of icons and crucifixes and images of Christ and all this sort of stuff. We have... Uh, an increasing sense that she likes to hurt herself. Now, you you were brought up a bit Roman Catholic, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Yeah. What is this yeah, idea of harm, self-harm? Well, it's the idea that, that it's only by... Um, they have a word for it, don't they, when they actually physically harm themselves? What is it? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, anyway, it's only by harming yourself, yes. either in your mind or in your physically. body, mm. physically, that you can truly appreciate the, the sins of... Je I mean, what Jesus went through. And do you through. gain some kind of salvation through this process? Well, yes, and, and, and the point is that you you get an idea of what it meant to be... Um, Jesus. Yeah, Crucified. nailed to a cross. Yeah. yeah, so you're trying to, in some way, emulate the experience The bit where she yeah. made my legs go so weird when she knelt on the popcorn The hard popcorn yeah. kernels. Like, that sounds stupid. It, like, yeah. if you say it, it sounds stupid, but that would hurt so much. It would. Mm. They're rock hard. It would. Mm. Your knees, oh, yeah. if you think it's Especially just about kneeling on a hard surface too long. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. do we think of Jennifer Ely, the cancer she's, patient? She's great. She's so I much of a she was fan. great. I wasn't she sure about her accent at first. Right. I felt like it kept veering up. That's probably just me reading into it. I think it was. That was veering off a bit. But I thought she. I thought her character was I really good. I thought that she had a, a sort of describe. She had hard a sort to of, read. 
Sorry? Hard to read. Hard to read, yeah. She was a cunt at first. Oh, I see, yeah. She didn't seem that bad, did she? She didn't seem cunt-like. She she was trying to read Maud to find out sort of whether she was was completely nuts or whether she was Did you feel that Jennifer Ely perhaps had a more sinister intent with Maud? Because she did say to her at one point, didn't she, you're prettier than the other one. No, I don't think she had at all. The sort of predatory... Didn't that up at all. All Oh, I didn't see it like that, but I saw her kindness as fake. Right. I knew she was... Well, actually, at first I was like, oh, maybe she's actually nice. I thought she was actually kind of converting and I thought mm. it was... But then I, like, halfway through her being kind of nice. Mm. Also, the bit where she kind of said that she felt God as well with Maud, I was like, nah, she's... She was, she's she was making it yeah, up. No, I felt... She's trying to embarrass her or something like that. I thought she was trying to woo her. No, no, she, I don't, no? don't feel she was trying to woo her. I don't think she's trying to woo her because she liked but I thought, yeah, I think she was playing mind games. Yeah, I thought Morpha Clark yeah. as St Maud, I think she, stu- she there was a bit of Travis Bickle going on there, wasn't there, from Taxi Driver. Oh, yeah. She slowly started to want to sort of control and keep clean Jennifer Ely's life. And once mm. she realised that she had this sort of lesbian, sort of almost... Thing going rent on. girl yeah, going yeah. on situation. I, I, didn't think she was good. I didn't think she was good. No, actually. she wasn't actually. She was the weakest was. link. Yeah. What Maud does is she sort of isolates Jennifer Ely's character away from the limited social life. Well, yeah, she's trying to make her last like moments pure. Pure, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And she wants her to herself, and she wants, and so you know, you begin to realise that. Oh, hang on a minute. She's a bit really of, lonely. I felt yeah. sorry for her. I felt sorry for her. Yes, yeah, so Maud is lonely, and, she and wants Jennifer Ely does say at one point, "You're the loneliest girl I've ever met." Yeah. yeah. So in yeah. that sense, she's accepting it. Yeah, absolutely. But the rhythm of this film is really weird, and didn't you feel that sort of when it started, it was like each scene was the start of, of something. When she comes through the door, when she goes to deal with Jennifer mm. Ely. It, there is something very odd about the rhythm of it. Getting no, I, into I get what you mean. I feel like at the start of the film, the pace was... I, I went with I mean, it and pace, I, I didn't yeah. mind it, it mind uneven, it, but the yeah. pace was quite uneven, but I quite liked it. Exactly. But it was only really, I'd say, not halfway and a bit before that, that I went with the pace. I, I didn't mind it because in one sense it led... It, it led it on worked. the strangeness of, of mm. the whole thing. Yeah, but it was, it was very strange. It was unusual, I yeah. didn't know what... Because there were like loads of bits of the film that weren't similar. Like, it didn't yes. feel like the same film. Yeah. Mm. So there are points where I'm like, I don't exactly. know what film I'm watching. Mm. Like, is this going to end up being really, you know, like typical horror, mm. paranormal yeah. stuff, or is it mm. going to be... Almost to the point where it felt like there were rehearsal pieces or something. I felt yeah, like but it be... worked with it. it yeah. I liked it, but yeah. that's what it felt mm. like. Yeah. I felt like there was, the beginning was different to the middle, the middle was different yes. to the end. Yes. I thought there were a couple of moments oh, which kind of said... let it down quite a bit. I mean, I think the lesbian rent girl woman let it down. Yeah. Um, and I didn't believe that. It was a very powerful scene where Saint, where Maud was sort of telling her to basically fucking Leave. hold your distance and get away from her. Yeah. I thought Maud was really good on that. And she was she let down. She played it amazing. She, she played yeah, it she amazingly. Was she was, she was let down by yeah. who she was acting opposite. I don't think the girl actually met her with the same level of intensity. <laughs> I thought the other character that I didn't think worked was her old colleague, Nurse. I found the bumping into each other in the street unbelievable. I found her coming over to her flat unbelievable. To be honest, I don't think any of uh, any well maybe that's oh, all the friends. Oh, the, yeah. the friend who obviously had some pre knowledge of whatever that scene yeah. I liked at the beginning that. Was. I also don't know. I also liked how we were never properly told what happened. She's no. kept going. We should have known. There were the signs. And yeah. Like, oh, well, uh, yeah, the, I agree. Except my only, the, the only reason I would pause there is we should have known the signs. Someone will have seen the mess that she left at the beginning. <laughs> there were some pretty obvious signs there that something awful had happened. No, I think she meant signs leading up to what had happened. Oh, that she showed the signs of not being okay. And yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Well, I suppose in a sense, I found the fact that they even allowed that character to come in made me not believe that Maud would be in the world still. I think no, they should have kept her isolated. I, it, it made that's me... presuming that that first scene is 
Maud's past life. It is. We don't know that. I, th no, I thought they were referring to the Jennifer Egan no, 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 character. No, 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 that, that, I, I read. Oh, the, no, I, I read that as being. I read the opening scene as something she's left behind and she's trying to put behind her. And she's come to a new town and she's setting up a new life and oh. doing the same thing. And when the friend says to her, What happened back there? She's referring to that shit. No, oh, but I, I don't think, think but I don't, because we don't know what happened, I don't think she, it right. was a thing of like murdering someone. I think something must have gone wrong, therefore right. she's not. Yeah. But I, I quite liked that girl coming into it. I thought she was a good actress, but I just she, didn't believe it. No, but I felt like it brought a kind of uh, realistic, realistic right. element to yeah. the film because I felt like the whole bit of Maud being in the house with mm. the Jennifer character was very, I mean, it's very real the way it was performed and everything, but it was quite strange and mm. a bit like I don't really know what's going on and then that friend kind of brought this sudden like punch of the reality, outside kind world of, yeah. it was kind of like uh, Maud being brought back to reality she's right. been in this like thing yes. I'm really disagreeing oh, right. oh, right. and then when she bumped into the friend it was more like there's a moment where she suddenly goes total kind of street hooker yeah. thing. I thought really. that was brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was very well done and she has sex with people. She was really people, good in it as well. She was very good they refer to the fact on. that she had also done that in the past as well though, don't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what she used to be. Mm. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what she used Before to be. she converted. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, what did you think? I mean, I, I thought there were some neat little scenes, little moments, which I, I thought were quite cheeky, you know, like when she's sitting in the cafe, what is this place? And a man takes out his false sign. Oh, that's so gross. In. That's what I liked about the film though, because it was kind yeah. of disjointed and there were things in it you wouldn't expect to be in it, but it worked because it was so weird yeah I, it was yeah. a weird film it's a weird indie it film. is a weird in, it's a very indie film there's a lot of sex in it it's very explicit scenes so do be do be mindful so i'm getting all sorts of other vibes from this film like rosemary's baby repulsion repulsion maybe yeah repulsion me. huge yeah. huge amount and, and there was a moment in there where she's in her room and the most audible gasp i love this when a film has built i think we were unaware of how much stress the film was building and i think a film yeah. is very clever yeah, when a film true. does yeah. that yeah because sometimes you can be really told we're building the stress like and you're like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in the stress i'm with it i'm, I'm with, with it i'm aware of it oh yeah and that's the thing you were building the stress for Whereas when in this, the moment where the voice, which I still maintain was a Welsh devil. It probably was, I have no I idea. I swear it was Welsh. It was when the, the voice of the devil or whoever, God, oh, God whatever yeah. it was, started talking. I think it was supposed to be God, no? I felt the hairs, the on, I felt the hairs on the back of my spine rise. Oh, thank goodness for that, because I thought it was just my religious background. No, no, no. And I thought, <laughs> no, in this day and age, when it usually takes sort of all sorts of gimmickry to get you to do that. Yeah. I and I liked, it. because my problem with so many horrors and so many films in general is like, I always love the suspense in films, and as soon as they show something, yes. they ruin it, and they never show his face. No. Well, no. apart from, you know. And but then, uh, that, that scene, it was just her listening, yes. and they could have easily shown something stupid yes. talking, and they didn't, and that's no. what made it scarier. Yeah. I thought that scene was brilliant. I was very powerful, in that respect, it, that was showing allegiance to The Exorcist. There were quite a yes. few scenes that were showing allegiance to the projectile vomiting, yes. the voice. Oh, yeah. um, I yeah. mean, you didn't have the head turning, but 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 yeah, but that voice yeah. I have not heard that since The Exorcist, and it frightened me to death. Um, that is my religious sort Aww. of background coming. It just was like brought the hairs up on. Yeah, I was wasn't scary. expecting it. No, and um, that's what. Yeah, that's what was so good about the film. It was unpredictable, but it always yeah. worked. And what I thought was clever was you weren't clear whether this was God or the devil. It was one and the same thing. You know, you weren't. It wasn't clear. You know, what, mm. she's praying to God. She's not. Why would God? Why would the devil be talking to her? This was God. That was the voice of God. And I love the fact that it twisted the concepts of what God and devil and all that was. And she, you know, the, and so what happened at that point for me was the film quite overtly goes into her POV, her, her essentially quite schizophrenic, multiple personality disordered view of the world. And so mm. 
it very cleverly then punctured our sense of being able to know what we were really seeing. Yeah. Because let's not beat around the bush. I think from there to the end of the film, I think it was almost pitch... I think every moment in it was pitch perfect. It's not often you get that in a yeah. horror film. Often it sort of drums out of steam. Yeah. For this film, I would, I would argue better, that... Yeah, a few people might drop off in the first 20 minutes or leave it. Yes. I would say stick with it because it really accelerates into the end. Yeah. I thought the ending of this film was really powerful the last 20 minutes. Because even with the things like yes. Hereditary in Midsummer. Yeah, Hereditary just went... The end. <sighs> The yeah. same Midsummer. Where's yeah. this one up? Yeah, it really yeah. did go up. Uh, yeah. We're all in all the time in her head, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. So you don't know what the reality is. And, that, yeah. and that's another, that, that's when a supernatural horror, a psychological horror can be really effective. Because what? it's not just dealing with what's out of shot or out of frame or who's looking at who. We're in, we're in an unreliable head. And also, well, what she, about the bits where, thinking... her, where her face went all weird? Well, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, there were moments. Her eyes would go like, and it would yeah. make a noise. There would be like... moments of sort of exaltation and sort of where she'd be almost possessed, and, yeah. so and then her eyes would change shape. Well, you know, in the, in the old, when they look at people's like the history of things like um, women having those sort of religious experiences mm. and that, which often they put down to migraines. You know, yeah. they say that they were sort of migranous. And they had sore lights and whatever, and that screaming and that sort of um, reminded me of the crucible. Remember in the crucible when they all start going, ah, ah, yeah, ah, ah, yeah. And when yeah. and actually when this film started at the beginning, it reminded me of those films where mass hallucination. There's that sort yeah. of idea that she's gonna, she's such yeah. an unreliable narrator that yeah. you don't, you don't know what sort of gonna happen. Yeah. And she, she truly goes nuts, doesn't she? When Jen, the Jennifer Ely character says. Uh, He's not real, you know. Yes. Oh, God. And, um, when she well, said that, that I was like, don't saying, say Ely, that. Do s- not say to St. Maud that God isn't real. No. <laughs> and then when, when St. Maud says to her, but you felt it. And she goes, no. I faked it. You are really, that really scene good. Made you me really jump. ask him for yeah. that. All I can say, guys, is that final scene made oh, me jump out jump of my out absolute skin. skin. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting that. So it did a double whammy. Also, what about the bit with the nails in the shoes oh. my yeah. legs went so weak in the cinema I, oh, yeah. especially when she's walking around it's going oh the sound i, I was mean, like oh my god yeah you see it in the trailer she puts these kind of little sort of drawing pins in her heel and then you hear that not even the heel it's in the ball oh. of her feet. Mortification, mortification, of the vol- mortification of the flesh mortification of the flesh voluntarily Hurting your self, 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 self. to emulate mm. Christ on the cross. Yeah. yeah, and let's face it, you can't get anything more. Sort now of. that final scene. I mean, it's kind of like just a, a spoiler review. I mean, you know that what, that final scene when she, wow. you know, and I thought it very cleverly. It had one big hit of sort of horrorness. Yeah, and it got away with it because it wasn't suggesting for a minute this is what Jennifer Ely was, but it no. was what. She was she seeing was in her deranged reality, mm-hmm. which then I thought worked as a beautiful bookend to the opening of the film. Yes, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I just thought, oh yeah, you know, they this has just been the whole process of her going so through the, the same of thing getting she did. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. And, and the very, very last scene I thought was now the last, last powerful. scene where she walks onto a beach. And can I just say to people who know films from long ago, Breaking the Waves remind me reminded me of a film called Breaking the Waves. Yeah. Donkey Shears. What about that? Especially that bit, the idea of an angel, an angel suddenly. Yeah, she sprouts wings, me. which I thought well, she doesn't. Know, <laughs> no, no, not literally, <laughs> but, but I mean, you do see does. her with wings. And, and, and they was, were bloody good wings as well. I they were quite big well wings. Done. I, 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 I don't know, it was weird because that last bit with the fire I thought looked really naff, but it worked. In it, a weird oh, I see. Way. Before, well, it worked, and then there's one flash. For, I thought what was really clever about the end is you're in her reality. So yeah, she, she ignites herself, everyone on the beach is looking horrified, but they fall to their, to their knees. knees. I, I thought, thought that was, that was really, really clever. Praying, because that's what's going on in her head yeah, still. Yeah. And then at the point probably she's died, it 
shuts hard for two seconds. And it's her actually just And it's just burning. her melting. Yeah. And you're just like... The reality of I, it. That was so well done. Yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. could have, like, stuck with that for ages, but I loved how it was just quick two seconds. Quick two seconds. Like, oh. It was like a jab in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, it makes me wonder in a way, because the first half of the film was so different to the last half, yeah. that it almost was a sort of rehearsal in the sense of, like, they were all having preparing scenes for the rest yeah. of it and and they were chopping and changing a bit mm. yeah. and then as you say halfway through it she took up a momentum which actually didn't weaken there was a, can i just give a little shout out there's a very powerful scene where she sits on the bench on the dock yes. with the other oh, yeah, carer yes. replaced her. Yeah. because there's a scene basically where maud is kind of barred from looking after jennifer because she slaps her, or hits yeah. her. Yeah. and then she sort of she inveigles herself alongside the new carer on the beach and she talks to her about the client she's got. I th I thought she was going to kill her. I thought she was going to yeah. throw yeah, her too. in the pool. So well, it was a very powerful scene. It was. She, it was really well done as well. And I thought the other nurse was really the other good. Nurse was brilliant. Like, yeah. Eating a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. she was brilliant. Whoever yeah. that actress is, look out for her. Okay, well, why don't we sum up? Rhythmically, it was slightly bothered me at the beginning, but then yes. I got into it. She's fantastic. It's her film. Jennifer Ely, yeah. Jennifer Ely is a great sort of um, counter nice to that, but yeah. she's, she's not in it nearly as much. Um, Utterly powerful. I utterly... thought Lausch nonchalance was brilliant. Though, oh, it was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect um, yeah. together. Um, it spoke to me an awful lot. As, as she sort of descends, I suppose she goes, descends, descends into utter madness. Oh, religious. Hell, really, yeah. I got really more and more disturbed because I, I was sort of in the Catholic religion for a bit until I was about 11. And um, it is, you know, it spoke to me of sort of how... Yeah. fixed people are and how much they believe it and the whole idea of you know it's like guilt isn't it and purgatory and all that stuff yeah, yeah absolutely you mm. know and the blood of christ and the body of christ and all of this i mean mm. it's absolute belief in that yeah. when the voice comes in that was i almost ran screaming from the cinema that's yeah. how good it was do you like the way it was shot loved the way mm. it was shot I loved the soundtrack, oh, or rather the sound. Yeah, it was bright. It, mm. Very under the skin. It was like the composer of Monarch. It was, or it's what's it called? Yeah, Sicario started that music mm. off, where you get that underlying oh, sort of thing, a, oh, yeah, yeah. which I think slightly, although I loved, I loved it in this film, is slightly being overused in yeah, horror films yeah, these yeah. days. Really, really interesting film. Loved it from beginning to end. Mm. Frightened me to death, which <laughs> is the work of a horror film or yeah. a psychological horror. I would give it, what would I give it? So it's hard with horror, mm. as a horror film, would you? Yeah, 90. Okay. Why wasn't it, was it 100? Because of the pace? Because of the beginning bit, because of the other, everybody except the two central actresses I didn't think were very good. I don't know what it is. I just like horror films like that, kind of indie, and I always like it when a horror film comes out and it's different to other horror films. Obviously, they're always going to have the classics, classic mm. scares in there. But I always like something that's other than, you know, family moving into a new house and ghosts mm. following them. And I love psychological horror because it actually messes up, messes with my brain. Um, I begin to wonder whether the reason these sorts of films are really popular with your age group is because it's a sort of element of societally permitted self-harm. Yeah, yeah. In a sense. So you can you can almost experiment with hurting yourself without yeah. actually oh, hurting yourself. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I, I think that's probably why teenagers are all drawn to horror nights and stuff like yeah, that. Like, maybe. You know, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was really excited about this. I haven't seen the main actress so much, but she was really, she was actually really good in David Copperfield. I mean, very different yeah, yeah, parts. Yeah, two different completely parts. different parts. Yeah, it was very different to this. But I thought that she was absolutely amazing. I You're find right. her so watchable, just like yeah. physically as well. Mm. I find her, there's something really... I think she should be nominated for that BAFTA newcomer. Lovely about her. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope mm. so.
I really liked the shot as well, the way it was shot as well. I liked how there weren't really any bright colours. It was really dimly mm. lit kind of throughout. Yeah. And because I felt for me the film kind of was it was a very distinct beginning, middle, and end. And yeah. I felt her character was so different in each of them. Because at the beginning she kind of came across as a little like mm. we got we got hints of her being quite you know strong and scary. Yeah, yeah. But the first half she's very kind of timid and like you mm. know yeah kind of keeps to herself type. And then the middle, I felt like she was kind of experimenting and you kind of saw how mm. scary she can kind of be. She was almost finding out herself how yeah, scary yeah, she yeah. could be. Mm. Yeah. And then the end was kind of discovered herself. And she yeah. was all like, oh. mm. I wasn't bored at any point. Because no. usually even with indie horror films, there's yeah, bits there's those like, saggy moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. there weren't any saggy Baggy moments bits. in this for me. And I, obviously, I'm not, I'm not religious. And I really respect people that have a you know, have beliefs and follow something. But it scares me so much. Yeah. With especially films when there are like insane, like yeah. true religious like yeah. it just sometimes I'm just like I'm I'm trying not to offend anyone, but it's just to think that somebody believes something that so adamant so yeah. strongly that they do something like that to themselves. Yeah. I'm mm. just like that's that's heavy you know, it's heavy it's, <laughs> it's dark it was a really dark film in, in a psychological horror type way it just kind of leaves mm. you a bit like afterwards you know because yeah. I feel like with mindless horror where it's jump scared it's more like in the moment you're like ooh and then you yeah. find yeah. after and the often religion over. in those films is just brought in as a quite a yeah, and it's like, yeah, 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 around, yeah exactly yeah. whereas this truly was about mm. religion and what it can do, do to people do to people yeah, um, yeah exactly. and it, yeah it really shook me up and I thought that scene with the devil's voice was brilliant and the same with the scene with Jennifer when she suddenly goes <laughs> I was like oh my what the fuck what just happened I was just happened? like what just happened oh my god um, we all jumped out of us and I was so confused whenever her face would go ah! yeah. I was like what is going on so her face strange. is so expressive isn't that's it? why I, like, I love her face yeah. I just want to like look at it I think I'll give it like 90 Eight, actually. Wow. I really, really enjoyed it. And the yeah. only reason oh, it's I... not 100 for me is I feel slightly the beginning was just a bit kind of felt mm. like it was treading, trodding along and I didn't really know what was gonna, I was going to be expecting from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I was thoroughly surprised halfway through mm. so they made up for that. I thought Morphe Clark was phenomenal. Absolutely I thought, phenomenal. again, that arc, it, it does, for me, sit alongside those films. A, a little bit like Joker and Taxi Driver, you know, watching a character's sort of conversion into some sort of delusional belief and then the way they feel they're rising but in Mm. their rise they're actually falling and I think there was a line where she says to God or whoever she's praying to us at one point don't let me fall you know like like the devil I suppose Mm. Um, I thought Jennifer Ely was a brilliant counterpoint I thought she she didn't overplay her car Mm. she she was what she was she was dying you know it really made me think about life it made me think about death it made me think about all that sort of stuff um, and I, I, it's one of those, as I've said before, it's one of those unusual films that for me was, you're right, it was a slow burn. And, and I think I agree with you. It, found like it, it felt like it was trying to find its feet, began to get a little bit sort of sure of itself and then sort of built up a run, built up into a run. Mm. This really is a film that gets better. And I thought the last, it's only 83 minutes long, I thought mm. the last half an hour, oh, sure. 23 minutes, okay. were really worth sort of waiting for. You've got some great character acting. You've got some great atmospherics in there. Um, also, I, I thought that monologue, remember that monologue she did was so good. Was so just good. talking about feeling God's yes. presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought she was brilliant. She was brilliant. So, yeah, there's some really top draw actors. And the bit where Jennifer's talking about, oh, I wonder what 
I'm gonna see last yes. when I die. Yeah, yes. and it made me think about all of that. I was, made me think I, about I was what thinking, am I what am I gonna see? What is it gonna be? Is it gonna be a resounding silence? Do I want there to be something? Yeah, it, it does all of that stuff. Which religion, you know, that's the that's what religion's about, isn't it? Mm. Giving you some answers to that. I thought it was very clever at parking us in in the gradually parking us inside the mindset of Morphe Clark, St. Maud's sort of character. I like the title, the idea that she burns herself. She's, you know, yeah. she, even the title is parked within her POV. Yeah. Because yeah. it's what she would describe herself as Saint Maud. Yeah, you know, she sacrificed exactly. herself for the, for the cause. I thought it was a really, I, you know, as a first film, very excited about seeing another female British director. True, very uh, true. You know, like Lynn Ramsey, you know, another one just coming through with, with a really, I thought it was, it wasn't overly, it wasn't style over content, but I thought it was just very confidently just doing its thing. Mm. And I think when it stepped on the sort of gas pedal to kind of do the horror. It was very good as anything, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good for a first feature. So I would give this 95 out of 100. I thought it was really, mm -hmm. I came out having been really satisfied. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.